So after we process all our email chat, we get our email all the way to empty inbox and our chat all is read. We <clears throat> move on to the second part of the power routine. And if you haven't heard of the power routine, that's a daily routine that I've created that gets you through all the all of the communication as well as the focus items so that you can make consistent progress in all of it. And power stands for processing, open, work, engage, and review. And today we're talking about the O for open. And so we need to know what we're opening or organizing, which is a list. But let's quickly talk about why you need lists and what that looks like with the real world example <clears throat> or a physical world example. So if you need to brush your teeth, do you go to the garage and open your toolbox? Probably not, hopefully not. You go to your toothbrush holder. If you need to open a tool, do you go to your toothbrush holder or do you go in the garage to your toolbox? Probably to your garage. And we wouldn't put all of these things in one giant box. And it's the same digitally. If you put all of your tools and toiletries, um, and let's just say food, items and clothes all in a big box it'll be really hard to find your toothbrush so we want to put it in a spot where when it's time to brush our teeth we can go find our toothbrush the good news is that digitally you just need three places to put your stuff or three lists the first is the next list or your to-do list a lot of people do the to-do list really wrong too so we're going to get into that so that it's a list that you're excited to open and get started in instead of daunting uh, we're going to look, there's a second one is a waiting list. So anything, let's say you send an email and now you're not quite sure somebody's going to actually get back to you about that thing, but you don't want it to fall through the cracks. You just add a note on a waiting list and you say waiting on this person for X, Y, and Z. And then we're going to have a meeting list. Some people might call them an agenda. It's kind of similar. So it's just a meeting list where for every recurring meeting you have, maybe you have like a one-on-one -on -one meeting with your boss uh, every couple weeks or something. Uh, you're going to have actually now a list just for that. So if you have a topic you want to discuss, you can just put it there for whatever meetings you have that recur. Um, and it won't be, this will also decrease, decrease your email and chat traffic quite a bit, which is exciting as well. But these are just the three lists that you need, and we're going to get into them today so that you can understand them a little bit better. So each day after you get through your email and your chat, you're going to review your meeting list for any meetings, for any, any lists that are where your meeting is today. Don't worry about the list where you're not going to meet today, but look at your calendar, see what recurring meetings you have today, and then update and look at those meeting lists to prepare, prepare for the meeting. For your waiting list, you're going to look at this on Tuesday and Thursday during the O part of the power routine, uh, power routine being something you do every day in order and so in sequence. And so on Tuesday and Thursday, you're going to review your waiting list and follow up on with um, items where people haven't gotten back to you. Why Tuesday and Thursday? Um, if you do it once a week, where some other um, productivity tips would say, look at your waiting list once a week, but you're not gonna move things forward as consistently that way. Um, so that leaves twice a week or, or more, but if you do it more, you'll just end up annoying people. Um, but Monday, people are trying to get started on the week, I've found. Friday, people are starting, trying to get done with the week, I've found. Uh, so that leaves Tuesday through Thursday, and if you're going to do it twice a day, twice a week, then Tuesday and Thursday makes more sense than Tuesday and Wednesday or Wednesday and Thursday. So every Tuesday and Thursday, we're going to look at our waiting list. And then every day, we're going to look at our next list, and we're going to uh, know what to get started on next. So we're going to learn about each list. So today, so let's talk through our next list. 
this is any any task that's going to take you 15 minutes or more if it takes less than 15 minutes you should be completing it during your processing stage where you're actually um, looking at email and things like that you would actually just do that task now um, i apologize if there's a little bit of feedback i'm at i use campus while students are gone and um, there's some construction going on behind me so for next list as well you want to use the way that people do it a lot is they they have a big list a lot of times 100 or more things um, and statistically speaking it's like 40 percent or something that never get checked off um, but they just say something like fix car on the right here they don't say they so that's kind of daunting it's really if you have a big list of basically what that is is a project a, a big list of outcomes instead of the very next thing you're actually supposed to do it's going to make your to-do list or your next list very hard and that's why it's called a next list instead of a to-do list here is because what you want to think about is what's the very next thing i need to do so the next thing to fix my car is actually not fix car it's call midas auto repair to schedule an appointment so that's what i would put on my next list not fix car it's just the very next thing that you can do so here's some more examples you would put call midas auto repair because that's the very next thing i need to do to get my car fixed um instead of write report or brand preferences I would put research millennial color preferences for health beverages. So this is the very next thing I need to do. Um, for the last bullet, I want it right on my next list, write blog. I would say determine topic for next five blog posts because that's actually the very next thing I need to do. So now you can imagine having a next list um, of things where it's like, this is the very next thing for me to do. It's a lot easier to get through and uh, approach each day. So like I said, the average person has 100 items and 40% of them never get done. But actually, I'm going to suggest that you should really only have two to five things on your next list at a time. Because remember, this is the very next thing. If you're going to get your car fixed, uh, for example, you've got to call the place, then take it in, um, and then wait or go back and then pick it up and pay them, and then it's fixed. So there's really like four or five things. Same for writing a blog post, you'll probably research topics, then you'll draft the first one, and then maybe have it reviewed and maybe finalize it. So there's multiple steps, but on your next list, you only have the very next thing. You don't worry about, um, you don't worry about scheduling out every task ahead of time. You just do the very next thing because it could change after the next thing. And once you do the next thing, like draft or research, color preferences for millennial health beverages, um, you'll know based on those that research better what's next. So again, just two to five things at a time. And then you can just use a basic to-do list app or a piece of paper for this. Just write out, you'll just have two to five things like call Midas, research millennial color preferences, determine topic for next five blog posts. And it would just fill out that way. Additional tips, if there's a deadline, just put it at the, after the text. So call Midas auto repair by Friday, the 11, 23. Um, when you, every day when you go look at your next list and you open it um, to review what you wanna work on first, you'll see that due Friday by 11, 11 23, and you will um, 
and let's just say that's the date, not the year. So 11, November 23rd, um, you'll see that and know, okay, maybe that's the next thing I should work on. This next list is only gonna be work items. You can have a different list for family items or house projects or whatever, but uh, this list is specifically for work because you're gonna be at work, just got through email and chat, looks through your waiting and meeting list, and now you're looking at your next list to see what to work on. So that's why this list is for work items only. And then when you do get done with something before checking it off, add the new task if there is a next one. So for the, an example would be um, draft or come up with the next five, determine the next five blog post titles or topics. So you do that and then you don't just check it off in case you would forget to keep going with that and you would forget to write the blog post or something. So the next thing would just be, you check it off, but then you write on your next list, draft first blog post for next week or something like that. So then you um, you don't forget about it and it stays on there. The thing with um, some other place, some other, some other ways to do this, um, getting things done by David Allen, he suggests having a projects list and a task list so that if you check something off your task list, um, you still have your project list to back you up and so you won't forget it. But having an extra project list is just kind of unnecessary because if you have a next list item, you'll know what's next after that and not have to have a separate list just to make sure that you're good. So um, for this, I would say call Midas and then I would just put on my calendar probably to take it into repair that day or for research millennial color preferences after I do that, before I check that item off that I just completed that, I would probably say um, write initial report for team about color preference findings, something like that, where whatever is next after that, I would make that a next item, and then I would check off what I just did. For the waiting list, um, moving on to that. So for this, you want to keep things from falling through the cracks. Basically, this is a this is one just takeaway that a lot of people don't know about. You can just have a list and instead of trying to remember everything to get back to people in email, you just have a list that says get back to people. Um, so right after you send an email that you need a response on, you write down on a piece of paper or just a regular um, any to-do list app you can tag uh, the to-do to list item with a waiting tag. And then when you need to look at your waiting list, just click on the waiting tag and tag in your to-do list app and you'll find all of your waiting items. So examples for this are waiting on Jim to respond about quote for Lake Wallace trip, waiting on Susie for curriculum report, waiting on Maureen's school for allergen list. So those are things that on this coming Tuesday or Thursday, I would see those and I would know, should I follow up with them or not? I would say five to 20 items on the waiting list is normal and it's almost never empty. So uh, unlike a to-do list or, or even the next list is usually never empty. So this is the same with the waiting list. Um, don't obsess over getting it empty. This is just consistent progress every day and every week. For the meeting list, um, also known sometimes as an agenda, it's actually awesome to be able to use this instead of email. Uh, so if you have recurring meetings with your boss or team or customer or whoever, um, instead of emailing them about whatever thing, just add it to the meeting list. 
This decreases email and chat traffic quite a bit. Um, this is a big reason besides deleting and unsubscribing from all the emails I don't need. This is another big reason that I didn't have a lot of email because I wasn't really emailing people if I had a recurring meeting with them. And then actually this taught my customers to do the same thing, which was nice. And we got a lot less email traffic and better quality communication. Um, last really quick point about increased quality communication. So a lot of times, especially for brainstorming or projects or things, it's a lot better just to talk, talk it out instead of trying to discuss it um, online through email. So for meeting lists, you will want to have separate meeting list for each um, meeting. So if you have a one-on-one -on -one with your boss or something, that would be its own piece of paper. Or you could just, um, in your to-do list app, when you put an item to talk about with your boss, just tag it with one-on-ones with John or whoever. And then that tag, use that same tag, one-on-ones with John, for every item that you want to discuss with him on your next meeting. Then when it's time to go to for your meeting, you just click on that tag in your to-do list list item um, app, and it would bring up all the one-on-one -on -one topics you wanted to cover with John. So here's some examples. So agree on budget updates for October or ask John for updates on cars.com partnership or decide brand colors for beverage line. So these are all things that you would put on whatever list Again, if you had multiple recurring meetings, you could have multiple pieces of paper or just multiple tags within uh, a to-do list app. Um, and just another point during all this is that, again, this is just so that when you have, so that you can go to the drawer that you need when it's time to need it. When you're getting dressed in the morning, you probably go to your closet for your clothes, you don't go to the garage uh, where the tools are. So this is the same thing. So that's why when it's times comes time for that one-on-one -on -one meeting with John, you could just bring that piece of paper with you or pull up that tag. So only those to-do list items show up in your app. And right then and there, you have exactly what you need for talking with him instead of trying to dig through email or remember things or having random notes here and there. So you might notice that there's an overlap between meeting and waiting. Um, so if you're waiting on something from somebody, um, you could put it on a waiting list, or if possible, always just put it on a meeting list. That way you decrease email and decrease your waiting, your waiting list um, size. So you don't have to look through all of it. It doesn't get too daunting to get back to everyone with everything. Um, the only time you would, if you can use a meeting list, so if the next recurring meeting is in time for you to follow up on an item, put it there. But if you need to follow up sooner um, and the next Tuesday or Thursday comes around sooner than the next recurring meeting and you need to um, stay on top of something quicker than the recurring meeting allows, then you can put it on your waiting list. So if it is a one-time meeting, um, if there's an item that it that is big enough and important enough to actually create a meeting for it, create that meeting and then add the notes there of what you want to talk about right on your calendar. You don't have a, have to have a, a whole other meeting list for it. Um, assignments. So today, go ahead and create your meeting list for each meeting, recurring meeting that you have. Look through your calendar and create um, a separate list would probably be the easiest. Um, like on your reminders, app on your phone, you could just create a different list for every meeting, or you could just pull out a 
if you have a notebook, just go to each page and title the top of it with uh, each meeting that you have that's recurring. And then also create a waiting list if you haven't already. So it's just a piece of paper titled waiting at the top or just a list on your to-do list app or a tag on your to-do list app. Um, another um, thought with all of this is that I have a full guide on exactly how to implement these lists if you go to timesmith.work forward slash guide. Let me go ahead and put that in the chat here. Oh, can't post. Okay, never mind. Um, all right, so here's a review. You guys got through. So uh, each day we're going to review our meeting. After we get through email and chat, that's our processing, we're going to go to the open phase of the power routine, which is to review your meeting lists for meetings today uh, and update them. Review waiting lists if it's Tuesday or Thursday and review your next list. That's all that it takes. And then you're all organized with your different lists and you're ready to go following up on things that need followed up on and ready for your meetings for the day. And now you're also ready for um, that first big next or to-do list item that you can get started on right away. And assignments. So we're going to give you six total checks today. So every hour and 20 minutes, you can check email and chat. Uh, get through all your email and chat one time, and then create those meeting lists and that waiting list. All right. If you have any questions, comment now, and I'll hold on for a couple minutes. Uh, if you're watching later, feel free to direct message me and ask any questions, or I'll try to look at the comments as well later on. And then just a reminder that this training is free for now. And then in December 31st, <clears throat> um, I do plan to take it down, and uh, it'll be behind a paywall at that point. Uh, you can pay for it and get the full training. Um, delivered right to you. All right. Thanks, everybody.